Hello, you're listening to your favorite podcast, Not Another Sports Podcast. And before we start our episode, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all the fans who've been supporting us to this time. And if you're a new fan or just now listening, uh, make sure you subscribe and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Not Another Sports Podcast and at Twitter, N underscore A underscore S underscore Podcast. Now enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, not another sports podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. Here are my co-hosts, Kevin and Jordan. Yo, what's up? This is Kevin. Yeah, and this is Jordan. And we're back for another midweek episode. Um, this week we got the Bucks and the Eagles playing on uh, Thursday Night Football. So we're going to give a quick preview, um, talk about some, um, some other games uh this weekend and of course we're gonna talk a little bit about college football with that being said um we're gonna we're gonna uh let kevin kick it off with his power rankings um gonna start off going five to one and i'm gonna start off at five with the baltimore ravens lamar jackson has been carrying the team we have lost all our running backs. Everybody know the story, but yet Lamar Jackson is still doing what he have to do. Marquise Brown is fighting through drops, but at the same time, still making plays when it matters. So I'm proud of him for fighting through it. Mark Andrews is Mark Andrews. Our defense is not where it needs to be, partly due because we have injuries, but we're holding up. We're bending, but we're not breaking. And um, this team looks scary. I don't think nobody... Um, want to see this team if this team continues to roll like this and uh, continues to play like this Lamar putting the team on his back and uh, yeah stay number five for me number four I have the Dallas Cowboys Dak Prescott C.D. Lamb Amari Cooper Zeke and the gang has been performing excellent yeah they lost against the Buccaneers to start the season but it's the Buccaneers and it was a good game and I think they're only going to make them better uh, Mike McCarthy isn't out there messing up, messing up the team. Um, I think the play calling could be a little bit better, but they're winning. They're winning, and Zeke still looks like he's in his prime. They have so many weapons. Micah Parsons is a dog. Uh, Travion Diggs is a dog. They have a lot of weapons, and this team could go far, but the Cowboys will be Cowboys. Number three, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The defending Super Bowl champions are performing um, offensively at a high level. They destroyed the Dolphins this past weekend. Um, The defense is still injured and missing a lot of pieces. And if they get healthy towards the end of the season, I can still see this team making a run towards the Super Bowl. But as of right now, um, I still have them as a top three team in the league just due to the fact that this offense is explosive. But I don't know how it will work in the playoffs. Uh, number two, I have the Buffalo Bills coming off a big dub against the Chiefs. Josh Allen looks like a top five MVP candidate. Uh, Stefan Diggs didn't have the best game, but he's still performing at a high level. This defense is legit. Um, the coaching staff is really smart at um, putting everybody in positions and um, open the, um, opening the gaps in the offense. So I, I like this Bills team more than I did last year. Um, but 
like I said, got to see the Ravens. And at number one, I have the Arizona Cardinals, the only undefeated team in the league. This team is explosive. This team looks like what people thought it would look like two seasons ago with the addition of um, DeAndre Hopkins, J.J. Watt, Buda Baker on the defensive end. This team is stacked and loaded and exceeding expectations than I thought they would. Um, so, yeah, Kyler Murray is definitely number two on my MVP list behind Lamar at the moment, but... I definitely have to have them as number one in my power rankings. So Arizona, Buffalo, Tampa Bay, Dallas, and Baltimore. Um, I would probably go with the Ravens at four and the Cowboys at five just because the Ravens have played better teams and the Cowboys really haven't played anybody other than the Bucks, And they really got blown out in that game. But... They got. They did force four turnovers, and um, but I mean, I guess you could say the same about the Ravens. They didn't really look too good in a couple of their games. So, I mean, it is what it is. I like the list. Um, I don't necessarily know who I would take out to put in the Chargers, but they got to be up there. Justin Herbert been balling. Um, yeah, I would have them as an honor. I'm definitely an honorable mention. Yeah. I mean, you can save the Bucks because they did lose to the Rams. <coughs> yeah. But the Chargers have two losses as well. They yeah. got one. They got one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they arguably should have won that game. So yeah, I guess you just I can see that. But yeah, we're gonna move on to college football. Um, my top four at this time, going four to one, would be um, Ohio State. They still Ohio State. Um, that they play in the um, big. T- Who did they lose to? Ohio State. Yeah. Oregon. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's that one loss. Um, granted, Oregon has also lost one game. That's not the point. Um, Ohio State, Alabama. We had a bad game. You play bad, you um, you lose. That's what happens. It's. I mean. Especially in the SEC West, you have you you got to come in each week expecting to win. If you have an off game, you can get beat. So, um, with that being said, it was a, a loss on the road, and we only lost by three when we were losing twenty four to ten at halftime. So, I mean, it is what it is. I don't really see anybody else in the West that can that could uh, give us a run for our money. The only thing is, we got to go on the road to Auburn, and that's always a trap game. Um, they still for even the year the years they beat us they were trash, but not the kick six. Like it's a championship that year. We were both playing. Whoever would have won that game would have went to the SEC West champ. I mean, would have went to the SEC championship. So I mean, yes, I see what you're saying, but yeah. Um, two, I'm gonna go Iowa. They they won against Penn State. It is. It's the game they. I mean, it was a a big game. It was a top five game at the time. So, I mean, yeah, it's a uh, it was a big win for them. So, I mean, they're gonna have to play Ohio State at some point this season anyway. So, they're gonna cancel each other out. But we talking about top four at this point in the season. And number one, you got to give it to Georgia. They haven't had to score, but um. Their defense has been the most dominant this season, so and I've always been a big proponent in defense winning championships. But before we move on, I gotta shout out Jackson State. Um, 
They put up a school record 10 sacks against Alabama State, who won the uh, SWAC in the spring. And <laughs> their coach told um, Deion Sanders to get him a scooter because uh, Deion had surgery on his foot, so he'd been riding around on a scooter. So they got him a pink scooter, signed it, and left it in the middle of the field. But they got home coming up um, this weekend coming up against Alabama State, another game they lost in the spring. So they're looking to get revenge. And uh, Alabama State hasn't looked that good in the uh, fall of the season anyway. So I feel like it should be another high-scoring game. And if I heard – I was watching the highlights of the game, and somebody, the, the commentator said if you still had doubts about Shador Sanders being that dude, then this, game, this past game should have wrapped all that up because my man's went off. But with that being said, we're going to pass the mic to Jordan. Um, so, we didn't do our five, we didn't do oh. five games yet. Oh, yeah. Well, um, the, the first game we're going to talk about is LSU and Florida. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, Florida is trying to get vengeance from last year. So, they're going to try to go on the road. Wait, y'all, Yeah. Get in, yeah, Florida um, gonna try to go on the road and win at Tiger Stadium. Is it? This is the twelve o'clock game, or is it a night game? Uh, no idea. Well, they still say Tiger Stadium is one of the toughest places to play, especially at night. Very right, So, I think um, I think that uh, yeah, it's a noon game, but it's still a tough crowd, right? I, I mean, I st- it's still a tough environment. It's going to be a good game. It's because both of them are middle of the road. So. And it's not like the talent pool is, is uh, pulling away. So with that being said, I'm going to still pick Florida. I'm, um, I think they have a better defense. So, yeah. Well, I'm going to pick Florida. This game isn't going to be tough at all for them. Um, LSU isn't good. And Coach O is on his last legs. Go Gators. You already know the vibes. Ain't no Tigers. Um, We're going to win this game. Not just because I'm a fan, but I think we have the better team. I just pray that Emory Jones don't go out there and mess it up. And Dan Mullen keeps us disciplined, you know. That's all it is. Keep us disciplined. Not mental errors. Because talent-wise, they're not better than us. So... Mental errors is the biggest thing, but Florida win by 10. What's next? Oklahoma State and Texas. Um, go Sark. I don't really care. I just want um, – I know Sark is a former uh, saving assistant, so that's the only – I was going for them against um, Oklahoma. They should have won. They were up 28-7 at one point, so, Yeah. Um, proving that they can still score points is not the problem. Still, um, they're still having defensive struggles, but I think they're still the conference as a whole. But yeah, who y'all got? Oklahoma State or Texas? Um, I'm gonna go with Texas. Um, I think that they should have beat Oklahoma last week, and they're gonna get their chance to beat an undefeated team in Oklahoma State. Um. So yeah, I I don't really have much more than that. I don't I don't think it's gonna be a real interesting game. I'm probably not gonna watch it, but just saying. 
you would think Oklahoma State will win this game. This is the team that's undefeated and um, coming in with the more momentum. But I think Texas is going to win this game. They're trying to save their season. This loss right here would definitely probably like end their season all the way. So I think they're going to come out ready. They should have beat Oklahoma, like Jordan said. I think this team has talent. I just think they always just find a way to lose. They're one of those teams that always just find a way to lose or not reach their goals. And Oklahoma State is one of those teams. I don't believe in them. They're undefeated. But I don't think this team is any anywhere near the playoff type vibe. So I'm going to say Texas. Um, next up, we have Georgia and Kentucky. Um, um, go, go Cats. I know everybody's saying that uh, Kentucky always should be a, a pushover game for them. Kentucky is always, um, but I've been saying it the whole time. Kentucky has a, has always had a, a strong defense. To, that's always been a calling card of their team. Now they're having, they're being able to score a little bit more. So I think this game is going to be closer than what people are saying. I think um, this is going to really show whether or not Georgia's offense, I mean, defense is as good as advertised. Because I think Kentucky has athletes in their system. They should be able to score points. So I got, um, I'm still going to pick Georgia, but uh, go catch. Um... <laughs> I'm going to go with I mean I want Kentucky to win But I think Georgia is going to end up Finding a way to win at the end um, I hope But I, it's not going to be as easy As Georgia fans are making it out to be um, And I'll be there if they lose To this basketball school I can't wait mm-hmm. They've been talking cash, money, trash um, I would say act like you've been there before But it's been since like 80 something Since since they've been number one outside of a preseason rank. I mean, I do remember like a decade ago or so when they were number one in the preseason, then they fell to number three before we came to Athens for the blackout game and beat the Mets out of them. So um, we've seen this story before. I'm just going to sit back and wait. It's not a guarantee that they're going to finish out their schedule. They can lose to somebody like South Carolina. They can lose to Florida. They can lose to Tennessee. Um... Missouri is not a pushover. They, my point is, Georgia is not as great as their fans are trying to make them out to be. And trust me, I will be there when they fall. Okay. Shoot, they might lose the tag. Got anything on Georgia and Kentucky? Um, I'm going to go with the Wildcats in this game. Not because I feel like Kentucky is better than UGA. I just think the hype is what's going to get to UGA. Whenever this hype comes around these teams, they they tend to fail, especially in the state of Georgia. And um, I think this number one ranking stuff is going to be short-lived. Um, and my, my heart is saying that Georgia will win, though, because I want them to be undefeated when they come and play Georgia, I mean Florida so we can be the ones to knock them off. But I think they might this might derail their season losing to Kentucky. And I'm here for it. I want to see it. No care. I just want to see it. No care. I'm rooting for Kentucky better yet. Let me just say that. I'm rooting for Kentucky. I just want to see it. I want to see it be derailed. Yeah, so. Next up, we got uh, TCU and Oklahoma. Man, watching Oklahoma, they could fall at any point. Like, their quarterback got benched again. Um, 
uh, Saturday against Texas. Mm-hmm. So it might be over with. Yeah, it might as well. At, at halftime of that game, they were already tweeting. Uh, Spencer Rattler had entered the transfer portal. So <laughs> it might be the next. Um, what's the old boy name from um, Taste? Uh, whatever the dude is from QB1. I forgot his name. But Tate Martell. Um, when he transfers to a bunch of schools, he was on QB1. And now, um, I think he had UNLV. Shout out to Tate Martell. Oh, wow. uh, I'm just saying. He went mad to go back home. Anyway, um, yeah, how y'all feel about Oklahoma? About to lose this weekend? Um, I mean, they should have lost last week. Um, and for some reason, TCU runs both of those teams of Arizona, I mean, of Texas and Oklahoma. So I can see them winning. Um, I'm also waiting for Oklahoma to fall. They've been struggling against some unranked teams, and we need them to lose so we can take their spot. So it is what it is. Somebody's got to be sacrificed. So it'll be them. Uh, I'm going to go with the Sooners in this game. I think they got enough um, offensive weapons. It's going to be a shootout, of course. Nobody in the Big 12 plays defense. TCU just coming off a blowout win against Texas Tech. Uh, this team, don't sleep on them. They could definitely end up beating this team. And um, I like Spencer Rattler. I, I root for the boy. And, uh, it might be it for him because old boy did come in last week and looked really good. So I, I don't even know if they declared who started Saturday. So According to the journalist students, most I mean the other guy was getting most of the first team reps. And then they called um, Spencer Rattler's dad, and basically it's not looking too good. Shout out to the journalist students, even though Lincoln Riley tried to shut down practice, even though they were just doing what they were supposed to be doing. And then I said, when the NFL, they don't get press time. Mm, call the dad. But you do get press time in college. I know. Mm, call the dad be like, look, sir, I know we told you this in your living room, but... Um, <laughs> I know my son started the season as a hiding the favorite, but uh, it ain't it right now. Okay. We're gonna put him on the bench, but hey, Spencer, transfer to Florida is over with. <laughs> and the last game we got to talk about, of course, is um, Alabama Mississippi State. Uh, sorry, Mississippi State, y'all gonna get um, ran all over. I'm pretty sure this was a tough. Excuse me. Tough week of practice, because um, yeah, some losses don't don't turn out well for the next opponent. So um, yeah, I mean we don't really have too much to speak on. I, I'll save my thoughts from last weekend's game till Saturday's episode. So yeah, how y'all feel about Alabama and Mississippi State this weekend? Um, I mean. It is what it is. Somebody had to feel the wrath of us losing a game that we weren't supposed to. Mm-hmm. So, um, they had to beat Mississippi State. Um, shout out to Texas A&M. They took advantage of the opportunities that they needed to. They called a great game, took advantage of the mismatches on defense, um, actually ran the ball when they needed to run the ball, you know, Very more than nice. once in the red zone, but, you know. That's neither here nor there. Um, and shout out to Jimbo. He was the first saving assistant to beat Nick. 
Um, it's kind of unfortunate. I thought if anybody was going to beat him, it would be like Lane or somebody. But, you know. Mm-hmm. It is Shout out to Jumbo. He's an offensive mastermind. Is he? I mean, he called a great game. He did. So. And he's always been great. You know, he, he definitely brought Florida State up out the mud. You know what I'm saying? Did he? Yes. He did. Did you... Did you see where Florida State was before Jimbo got there and where they were when he was I mean, there and where they, they are now? They had a little decline, but I don't think he just got after He had a year or two of decline. I think he... After him, yes, of course. They've been on decline. I mean, but when he was... Like, his last couple of years there, I think he missed the SC, I mean, the ACC championship maybe once. Yeah, that And that was right when Clemson started being good. I mean, but if we're not going to sit here and... I mean, and they were competing with Clemson, like literally. That I think one of those years that was they only lost. One championship. Yeah, when they won a championship, they beat Clemson because they used to go back and forth. All of that, all of that one championship. I'm just saying. I ain't say he's trash. I just don't. I mean, he's no. no, I mean, he did that in the ACC. (laughs) It's not like. It's not like. I mean, they just the ACC is weak talent. I mean. Uh, he was, but he was winning the ACC though. Like it's not like, it's not like he was doing this in the playoff era. One, he led the team to the playoffs, and two, he um, like he they definitely, yeah, he did win the national championship, he and then he was getting them the quality bowl games. It's kind of hard being one or two when you have to compete with SEC teams. Like they were below Alabama. Or you don't, you don't have that same energy for Clemson though. Mm, but Clemson just got good like not too long ago, and they've started being good in the playoff era. I mean, but, but what's I mean, I give them their credit for making the playoffs. I'd be with Dabo. And... I mean, but look at Dabo now. You want to talk about a decline? What is, what is this? <laughs> no, I think VJ's just trash. I'm sorry, bro. I mean, I think he's declining when he doesn't have a good quarterback. But, I mean, he did sneak in there with Kelly I mean, Bryant, so give him that, I guess. Saban had some years where they didn't have a quarterback. And we still got to national championships. I mean, that's because we got We have Heisman winners, though. Multiple. Every, every time we made it to the national championship and we didn't have a quarterback, we either had a Heisman winner or a Heisman um, finalist. finalist. Both mm-hmm. times. What I'm hard. saying is we it's, actually, hard to do, it's hard for anybody to do something without a quarterback. That's a Gator fan right there. <laughs> You're not wrong. Especially when your quarterback is supposed to be coming in and he can only get you 14 points a game. Hey, man. All that said, I feel like we need to actually take care of Mississippi State and our players need to shut up and actually get the job done. And... I don't know what the issue is, why we have all these four or five-star receivers and Slade Bolden still gets to touch the field, but that needs to stop. Like, I don't get it. You're, return You're not wrong, but that, that needs to stop. It's your turn to talk. You got to talk about the NFL games. Cool, let's get it. Um... Who? Uh, let me see that. I missed the NFL game. Um, oh, good one. I was just listening to Aaron Rodgers' um, Pat McAfee interview to get ready for this um, this game. But the Bears and the Packers play this weekend. Um, 
It's a good rivalry. It's a historic rivalry. It dates back to what, 1919, I think he said. But um, <clears throat> I'm going with the Packers here. I feel like they have the better overall team. Um, Justin Fields' offensive line is trash, too. So. <laughs> that is sheesh. But this is his first time playing in this rivalry. It, it's good experience, I guess. Um, it should be a good game. It's, it, I want to say it's the Fox NFL game of the week. Should be. Um, yeah. If I had to miss it to watch the Falcons, bro, I'm probably going to be upset. Um, yeah, this is going to be a good game. Um, part of me wants to go Bears just because the Packers haven't been looking great all season. But um, I don't know if you're going to be able to get a Khalil Mack and I can't remember who else was going off. But it was somebody else going off in the um, on the D line for the Bears last week when they which um, shift the line to D- Khalil Mack. I can't remember his name right now. Hakeem Nix, probably. But um, yeah, I feel like the Packers are going to do just enough to get it done. Hopefully, Mason Crosby doesn't cost them another game. But yeah, I'm gonna go with the Packers. I'm going to go with the Packers as well. Um, Chicago don't have enough. The defense isn't playing to the least status that most people um, described it to be. Justin Fields has a lot of work to go. And he's also playing with a hyperextended knee. Offensive line is trash. Nagy is putting Fields in position to fail. So, yeah. All that leads to the Packers' easy dub. Shout out to Devontae Adams with that 200-yard game last week. That was hard. Um, Ravens and the Chargers. This should be a good one. Um, two young quarterbacks. I'm going to get an edge to Lamar the more experienced quarterback. And um, and he's he does more for his team, I'll say that. Um yeah, so I'm going Ravens. Yeah, who y'all got? Well, I know who you going with. Who you got, George? Um, I'm going to go with the Chargers. I think they've been playing really good football right now. Um, and like I said earlier, the Ravens haven't really been playing great. It's They've been playing good enough to win. But, um, That's all you got to do. You're not wrong. But eventually that's going to run out. And I feel like this might be one of those weeks where it runs out. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Chargers this week. Me? Of course. Mm. I, th- I thought it was obvious. I'm going with the Ravens. Of course, <laughs> we're on a run. We're on a hot streak. There's um, this connection between Marquise Brown and uh, Lamar. And Lamar and Mark Andrews is significant. And soon, we're hopefully, we're getting Bateman. And Sammy Watkins is also has been a good addition. Um I'm loving it right now. And Lamar, we trust. Yeah, trust. Yeah, sir. Um, let, next up, we got the Cardinals and the Browns. I think this is the week that the Cardinals lose. I think uh, uh, everybody and their mama been coming from Baker Mayfield again. You know how this goes every season. But you're not going to win the Super Bowl with Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield as your quarterback. And then the next week he goes out and has a pretty good game. So, 
Yeah, I think this is the week that Baker Mayfield um, shows flashes of why he was the number one pick. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Browns. <laughs> um, yeah, I was prepared to take the tri- uh, Cardinals until I found out that um, Kyler Murray was a limited participant in practice this week. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Browns. Um, but let's not get it mistaken. They're not playing great football right now. They are kind of sputtering on uh, offense. You can win at any point in the NFL. The Falcons beat the Raiders 42-6 to last year. You're not wrong. That's why I picked them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with the Browns. These sports games in these seasons sometimes seem so predictable. That I almost scripted as well. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals, like I said, has been performing. Um, basically, best team in the league so far. But no team, no team is going undefeated anytime soon. The Browns have been performing horrible. Like Brandon said, everybody was harping on Baker Mayfield. This is just a game I see that Baker Mayfield comes out and gives the ball to Odell, and Odell has a hundred, his first 100-yard game of the season. Kareem and Nick Chubb rushed for both 50-plus yards, and Miles Garrett just gets after Caleb gets after Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins has a, a quiet night. So I see the Browns winning by two I mean by two touchdowns. Um next up we have the Raiders and the Broncos. I think the only reason this game is gonna be significant is because the whole world is looking at John Gruden right now. So um I don't I didn't really have the Raiders doing too much this year anyway. So that, I guess that's the only reason. I'm still gonna go with the um, the Broncos. Shout out to Teddy Bridgewater, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really care about <laughs> this game. It's gonna be two teams that finish in the middle of the division anyway. Mm, yeah, one of them, and probably now the Raiders. It's gonna finish last, but um, yeah, I don't. This isn't the John Gruden segment. That's definitely coming Saturday, mm. but um. I don't think that they're going to be able to bounce back from this in time. And I'm pretty sure Teddy Bridgewater is going to play coming off the concussion, but I'm not 100% sure. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Broncos. I'm going to go with Denver. Uh, Mr. Teddy plays. This team is um, going to flow right back into motion like they were at, at the top of the season. Um the Raiders, like you said, we'll probably get more into it Saturday. I just don't see them coming out really inspired this week. I don't know. I'm trying to stick up for that. Anyway. Um, yeah, the last um, the last one we got is the Bills and the Titans. Hopefully Julio is healthy enough to play. Because... Um, at this point, it looks like the um, Bills is probably going to be one of the final 14 points. So, uh, yeah, I'm going with the Bills this week. Unless, I don't know. I think it's going to be a good game. Like, I would, I think, this, I don't know what the spread is, but I wouldn't pick against it. Because uh, this is definitely one of those games that can go either way. But for these teams, do have the talent to both be in the playoffs. They're probably both going to be in the playoffs. So, yeah, who y'all got here? Um, I'm going to go with the Bills. Um, 
This is going to be a really, really good game. Um, the Titans are good, but they don't look great. Um, they've had a lot of injuries so far. Um, their secondary isn't great, and I feel like Josh Allen is going to light them up. And I feel like the Titans are going to be able to... I mean, they're going to try their hardest to continue running the ball, but I don't think that they're... Excuse me. I don't think they're going to be able to move it as well against the Titans. I mean, against the Bills as they were against the um, Seahawks when they got down and had to come back. So, all that being said, I'm going to go with the Bills. And I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans. I just think Julio and Derrick Henry is bound for a big game. Is Julio going to play? That's what I'm saying. Hopefully. You know, you, you never know with that guy. Um Either way, I still see the Tennessee Titans with enough to get the job done. They can control the clock. They can control the game. And if they keep the game close, I think Derrick Henry will put it up for them. Tennessee in a close one. Win by three. Yeah, that's going to be that's gonna be the issue. If it's close at the end of the third quarter, if it's close, still close to halftime, I'm leaning Tennessee. It's literally, you know what they're going to do, but you still can't stop it. Same thing at Alabama. Yo, if you liking what you're hearing on Not Another Sports Podcast, make sure you follow us on all social media, Not Another Sports Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and on Twitter is N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Make sure you continue to stay up tuned and update with everything Not Another Sports Podcast. Now back to our show. Welcome back. Next up, we got um, Jordan's midseason. Not even midseason. First quarter MVP. So, here you go. Yeah. Yes, sir. These are my votes for MVP. It's not necessarily um, who I think will win MVP. Not necessarily who um, whose team is the best. None of that. I feel like these are the people who I would vote for MVP. Um, fifth, I'm going to go with Justin Herbert. I feel like he got quality wins against the Chiefs, Raiders, and Browns, and also had two touchdowns called back against the Cowboys. That should have been another win. That would have had them undefeated. Um, he's fourth in yards with 1576. He's tied for third in touchdowns with 13, He has, and he only has three picks. Um, Matt Stafford, he had a quality, quality wins against the Bears, Buccaneers, and Seahawks. And his only losses against the Cardinals. Um, he's third in yards with 1587, third in yards per game with 317, tied for third in yards per attempt with 9.1, fifth in touchdowns with 12 and only three picks. Um, Tom Brady, number three, um, he's, he has a quality only has one quality win against the Cowboys. Um, like I said. Um, they did have four turnovers in that game and overcame that. But, um, yeah, they he's first in yards with 17.67, um, first in yards per game with 353, second in touchdowns with 15, he had a five-touchdown game, I want to say twice, but I'm not 100% sure. And um, he's has um, – 
second in the league in touchdowns with 15, and he only has two picks, and both of them came in one game. And you can sit here and argue about if they were deserved to be picks or not, but they were picks. So it happens. We can do that with every quarterback. Um, Lamar Jackson, um, he has quality wins against the Chiefs and maybe the Broncos. We'll see how that progresses. But at the time, I want to say they were undefeated. Not 100% sure. Um, So, yeah. Um, But he does have the best case with all the injuries that he had in the offseason. He does. He's fifth in the league in passing yards with 15-19. He's tied for third in yards per attempt with 9.1. Only has three picks. He's eighth in the league in rushing yards with 341. Has a total of 18-60 total yards. And that's more than 18 teams. And he has 10 total touchdowns. And number one, I'm going to go with Kyler Murray. He has quality wins against the Titans, Rams, and 49ers. And he's the last undefeated team left. Well, he's leading the last undefeated team left. Um, He's sixth in yards with 15-12. He's first in completion percentage at 75%. Um, Tied for second in yards per attempt with 9.2 and tied for ninth in touchdowns with 10 and has three picks. So, again, it's Justin Herbert, five, Matt Stafford, four, Tom Brady, three, Lamar Jackson, two, Kyler Murray, one. I said Lamar Jackson, one. Yeah, I think you can flip up um, one and two. It's inter- at this point in the season, it's interchangeable. Yeah. Um, Only reason I would say... Um, uh, Kyler is because he's he has more quality wins um, the completion percentage but um, like I said um, I mean this basically the same yards per attempt um, Lamar's doing it with his legs and he doesn't have the supporting cast so yeah I can see how you can make the argument for one but I just feel like given the circumstances. Plus, he does play in the NFC West, so you got to compete every week. But Lamar plays in the AFC West. Um, The the Titans, the Rams, and the 49ers. And I'm not 100% sold on the Broncos, but they were undefeated, so I'm willing to give you that. Does it count as a quality win if you do what you're supposed to do? Like, say, against a sorry team. So, say... Like how Tom Brady now um, blew out the top. It's not his fault that they sorry. Um, I mean, you could you can make that argument, but uh, because if they lose, you say they didn't do what they're supposed to do. So I guess, but I didn't really go through that, and I'll take. I I mean, yeah, I'll take that in consideration going forward, but I didn't do that this week. So, well. That concludes another episode of your favorite podcast. Well, we got to pick the Thursday game. Oh, yeah. The Buccaneers and the Eagles. Are we, um, I think the general consensus is the Bucks here. But, um, yeah, um, I'm going with the Bucks. I know it's a quick turnaround, but it's also a quick turnaround for the Eagles. They haven't been playing well at all. And, um, yeah, I'm going the Bucks here. They just won't say the, the Eagles haven't been playing well. They did. They did just win, but that doesn't mean they've been playing well. 
They definitely haven't. Well, I mean, it's a low bar. Yeah, the Falcons have just won. They it's a low bar. Play well. It's a low bar because the Chiefs suck. But I mean, I literally watch them every week. They have been playing well. A lot of their touchdowns have been called back because they don't know how to either run a pick route correctly or not call a pick route. So, so I feel like there that's you go. that's not playing well. That's, <laughs> I don't think that that's one hundred percent true. <laughs> just, my whole point is, you can win and lose at any point in in the NFL. That You're not wrong, mean, but I feel like they're still well. playing well. <coughs> given, given the circumstances that they're under, they're playing a lot better than most people expected them to be playing. And Falcons um, scored thirty points, still lost. I mean, but y'all also suck. Point <laughs> exactly. But the Eagles don't. <laughs> that's my yeah. point. Anyway, they got I'm quality still going receivers. To I'm going. What I'm going. Calvin Ridley don't even want to play for y'all. Hey man, we're not talking about the Falcons right exactly. now. Exactly, but my uh, point is, um, the only reason I'm not going with the Eagles is because I need to keep pace with Kevin. I'm up by one in the picks, so I'm <laughs> gonna go with the Bucks. Um, I would love for the Eagles to win. I'd be happy if I'm wrong, but that'll mean also Kevin's wrong. So. And, uh, <laughs> You're going with the Bucks too? Yes, of course. I'm going with Tampa Bay. It's easy. You never bet against Tom Brady, but man. Um, well, like I was just saying a few minutes ago, now that concludes another episode of your favorite podcast, not another sports podcast. Remember, I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. And make sure you follow me on all those social media sites. Rob was there. And this is Kevin. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at ViceCityKevo. Yeah, and this is Jordan. You can follow me on Twitter at this underscore guy 11 on Instagram at underscore this guy 11. You can follow the sports pages on Facebook and Instagram at not another sports podcast and on Twitter at N underscore a underscore S underscore podcast. Make sure you listen to us on all audio platforms um, by searching for not another sports podcast. If you listen to us on Spotify, you can answer our questions now um on our weekend episodes we do the pick the ending you can answer those and for the thursday episodes we're gonna ask who do you think will win and what will be the score so make sure you take a few seconds to um answer those we definitely appreciate it um make sure you leave us likes um make sure you subscribe when you're on those audio platforms because there are multiple times when we forget to post them on Instagram. Trying to do our best, but we forget. We're busy people. Um, But all of that being said, we thank you for your support. We love your feedback. It means a lot to us. And make sure you tune in on Saturdays to to Cool Telly on YouTube. Um, Indeed. Yes, 1.30. We'll be there. Yes, sir. And with all that being said, make sure you guys are being safe, washing your hands. Lavate las manos. Remember, black lives matter. Every time. Don't fall for the agendas out here. No, no. And with all of that being said, go Gators. Well, time.